<laughs> on that note. Okay, we're, we're in the middle of a sugi. Now, we're not going to do over the Gemara, but there's, there's such a geschmacke, you know, lumdeshishtikl that I have to say. So we'll, we'll catch you back up into the sugi. We are discussing cheese, and we're discussing two types of cheese, like we said many times. Cheese from base Ukiyaini, Unaiki, yeah. Cheese from base Unaiki. That is an Avedizara issue. And cheese from a regular uh, cheese, which may involve Nevela. Now, we've been saying many times that cheese is made, at least in those days primarily, from rennet of an animal. What is that? How do you get that? You take partially digested milk of a baby calf. When you kill it, you shech the baby calf, you take out the stomach, and it's full of its last meal. That last meal, which is partially digested, it's mixed with stomach acids, and, and it's partially curdled, that, if you induce a little bit into milk, will cause the whole batch to curd, and it'll turn it into cheese. And that may or may not come from an isser. This substance or any part of an animal that is destined to be sent out of the animal in refuse is called perish. Garbage. It's going to be separated. It's ready to go. It's on its way out. So it's garbage. So the Gemara made a distinction a few nights ago between perish of it, if it is Zara, that's usr because the fatter the animal is, the more presentable it is to the Avedizara, and the happier you are. The, um, when it's in an Isser Stam, like, uh, like an Isser of, an Isser Hano, even not Avedizara, then Parish is not part of the animal, just because the animal is Asr Ba Hano, um, it's not Asr Ba Hano, and that's why Gvinas base Unaiki is Asr, and that's why, and that's why regular Regular cheese is not usr. Says the Gemara, you needed that kind of complicated shtickle, Tyra, to tell you that regular cheese is not usr? I have a great basic kasha. You know why regular cheese is not usr? Because the stuff that you put in, that, you know, the starter kit for cheese that you put in, disappears. You take a vat of milk, milk is fine, and the stuff you put in, the starter stuff, the maimed, disappears. And says the Gemara, it's less lesurbeine. That's why Murayus is mutter. Why is Murayus mutter? Because the wine that may or may not be in the walls of the barrel disappears when you put in the herring, and you put in the fish brine in there. So just like over there, the Isra disappears, lessly surab therefore becomes mutter. So then the same thing should be by cheese. The stuff disappears. So the Gemara said, a big side. No, it's a maimid. It's a maimid. A maimid means a catalyst. A maimid means something that causes the whole product to be made. So we said the most classic maimid is yeast. So when you have challah, there's no yeast left in your challah. You, you, can't, you can't pick out the yeast. 
there's flour and water and eggs and sugar and that kind of stuff in the in the salt and that kind of stuff in the chal. The yeast is gone. Yeah, but the whole mitzias of challah, the whole fact that it rose and looks like bread, came from the yeast or the sourdough. So therefore, they have a din maimid. And a maimid, even though it disappears, it still is oser. That was the side we ended with on Thursday night. The Gemara said, Kevan de kamukim, since it's maimid it, it stands it up. It is as if the Isser is 100% intact. And that is a Yisoyed in all of Hilchas Taruvis, all of Hilchas Bittel. Anytime you get to a Sugya of Bittel and Taruvis, if it's a Maimid, all bets are off. Regular Hilchas Bittel. Echad be this, Echad be that, Echad be 60, Echad be Meya, Echad be 200. Uh, all this stuff falls by the wayside. And it all becomes usher because it's a maimed. What's the lumbus of maimed? So there are two pshatim and the rishayim. Both are very important. The Rajba in Chulan says that the isser maimed is since this item was created by virtue of that maimed, since the maimed created this item, it is bad. It is bad. Even though the technical substance may not be here anymore, the resulting product is a result of that substance. So the substance is bad. The product that is in front of you is a representation, is a facsimile of that isser. So although the technical, physical maimid may be gone, the product that you see in front of you is is that item so for instance by bread yes the yeast may be gone but the bread is a representation of yeast when you see bread there may be no yeast technically there may be no trace of yeast but the bread is yeast the bread represents the yeast the item represents the maimid the maimid is still the end that's the Rajba's Hezber in Maimed. That the fact that it caused it to be, causes it still to be Be'en. The Mordechai, Mordechai has a different, has a different explanation in what causes Maimed. The Mordechai says that Maimed works from another din. There's a din called Nisan Tam. As long as you can taste something, it's not bottled. So now, in a regular food, classic Tom doesn't last past 60 times its, its value. So for instance, one ounce of milk in a 59-ounce chalant can be tasted. One ounce of milk in a 60-ounce chalant won't be tasted. There is no Tom. Tom is bottle bashisha. Kalsman Tom exists, the item's also. When Tom is gone, the item is mutter. So when we talk about bittle bashisha, what we're actually talking about is the tam losing its representation. You don't taste it anymore. So anytime you have something that's aser, if it's 60 times its size, it becomes bottle. So a piece of crab drops in, into your soup, it goes away after 60 times. It's bottle bashisha. An item that has outsized tam, for instance, spices. They are not bottle bashisha. 
So for instance, put a tablespoon of pepper in a chicken soup, even though there's way more than 60 tablespoons in that pot, pepper's not bottled. You can taste it. And like something that's like crazy strong, like a jalapeno pepper or something like that, it's even much more than shisha, maybe 500. If you take a whole hot pepper and drop it into a, a vat of water, you could probably taste it in 500. It's not bottled. Because since the tam comes through, the tam is not bottled. If tam's not bottled, it still exists. The Mordechai learns that maimid is a din tam. That just like tam is in bottle because you could still taste it, maimid is not bottle because you could still feel it. It's a din in tam. So, so before you know, I want to move on, but before we move on, I just wanted to say these two explanations in how maimid works. Maimid is still us, or even though it's not here anymore, because it was maimid the item. The Rajba says maimid is a din in ben. The item is still ben because of the maimid. And the Mordechai says it's alts tam. Okay, we'll put that. Either so, way, according to both of them, it's still, it's still here. It's still, yeah, that, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah no, when you boil it down, when something is mutter is when it's not here anymore. Right. When something is mutter, it's because it's gone. How do you get something to disappear? You can get it to disappear physically. You, you have, so you have to not see it, not smell it, and not taste it. And there you have it. And smell is debatable. Okay. Now, if you refer back to the Mishnah, so the Mishnah was going through all these things that are also awesome. We talked about Venus based on Nike. We then had a conversation between Rabbi Shmuel and his Rebbe, Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Shmuel asked... Rabbi Shmuel asked his Rabbi, Rabbi, why is Givinas Akam Asr? And Rabbi Shmuel answered him two answers, both of which Rabbi Shua made short shrift of. He said they can't be. You know, one, each one we'll talk about when we get to the Gemara. Each answer Rabbi Shmuel uh, slugged up very quickly. When Rabbi Shua was about to answer or ask, Rabbi Shmuel was about to ask him a third time, Rabbi Shua diverted him. And he said, Yishmael Achi, my tire Rabbi Shmuel, how do you read that Pasuk in the beginning of Shir Hashirim? Is it Kitavim Deidecha Miyoyin or is it Kitavim Deidayich Miyoyin? Is Deidecha Lashon Zacher referring to the Rebbeinashem or Deidayich referring to Klal Yisrael? Because Shir Hashirim, in general, is a conversation between the Rebbeinu Shem Yisrael, and you can have in the same pasuk both sides talking, and the way we know who's talking is Lashen Zacher, Lashen Nekeva. The Rebbeinu Shem is Lashen Zacher, Yisrael is Lashen Nekeva. So you got to know what's Lashen Zacher, what's Lashen Nekeva to understand the conversation in Shir Hashirim. So is in that first pasuk, Kitavim Deidecha Miyayin, referring to the Rebbeinu Shem, or Kitavim Deidayich Miyayin, referring to Klai Yisrael. It's the same word, just Lashon Zacher or Lashon Nekeva. Says the Gemara, what is Taka Pshat? We are on Lamed Heya Medalach. What is Taka Pshat in the pasuk Kitavim Deidecha Miyayin? My Kitavim Deidecha Miyayin. Kiyasur of Dimi Omar. Omra Knesis Yisrael of Neakadish Barhu, the Yidin said Hashem, Rebainishalam. Arevim Alecha Divre Daidecha. 
they are more sweet to us, the words of your friends. Deidecha doesn't just mean baby nursing, it can also mean your friends. Says Rashi, who's Hashem's friends? Divrei Seifrim. It is more sweet to us, the Divrei Seifrim, Yoyser Miyena Shal Even more sweet than the actual wine of Taira. So, Kitaivim Deidecha Miyoyim is Klal Yisrael's expressing that we love Durabonans more than we love Dairaisas. Now, it's very appropriate that Rabbi Shmuel uh, told us to Rabbi Shmuel when talking about Gvinas Akum, which is a Gzair So it would be very appropriate for Rabbi Shmuel, for Rabbi Shua to tell Rabbi Shmuel a, a drosha about the value of Durabonans. And the drosha he told him was, Kitavim Deidecha Miyoyim. That chavivin divrei seifim, chavivin divrei daidecha, chavivin divrei seifim. Durabonans are more beloved than actual yena shaltaira. Why? In other words, best case scenario, durabonans are a junior partner. So why would the junior partner be more beloved than the boss? Why would a junior partner be more beloved than the rebbeinu shalalim? So there have been yena in. In uh, Shari Tshuva, says in Shari Gimel, he says like this. The Torah says in Parshas Ekev, Mo Hashem Alekecha Shalom Yimachim Liyuras Hashem Alekecha. All Hashem asks is Yerushamayim. Yerushamayim, the Gemara Bracha says the most valuable thing by the Rebbeinu Shalom. Durabonans is how we express Yira. Because if a person has something he really loves, he guards it. If you have a museum piece, you have a you have a cordoned off. You have it behind glass. If you have an expensive garden, you have it behind the fence. Something you love, something you don't want messed up, you protect. And since Yerushalayim is the way we protect it, Yerushalayim is the way we show Akash Baruch Hu's love. Durabanan are the ones that made this fence. Durabanan are the ones that showed this love. So if Yira is the most valuable asset. And Yira shows, and Yira is equal to many mitzvahs, showing Yira by respecting the Rabbanans or by creating the Rabbanans, it shows the G'dayli Yira Shamayim. How could it be that the Rabbanans are more chaviv? Because the Rabbanans are the ones that give us the expression of the Yira Shamayim in the Deiraisa. If we view the Deiraisa just on a peer-to-peer level and we don't have awe for it, then that doesn't show the proper Yira. By taking a step back and elevating the Deiraisa, how so? With the Rabbanan, that's the way to show love. So that's how the Rabbi Yen explains this Gemara. I saw a gorgeous Ben Yayada. I saw a gorgeous, you know, I hope I'm not using too much poetic license. I think this is what he means. The two levels, it was fine. The Rabbanans are amazing. Taivim Deidecha Miyayin is referring, the Chavivin, what's the Lashem Gemara? The the are more sweet than the yayin of Tyra. The Divrei which is a mother's milk, is referring to Durabanans. Wine is referring to the Tyra. Ben Yayada said, gorgeous and simple. Wine is best enjoyed aged. You need an aged sophisticated look to appreciate the Torah. 
before you have your swimming feet, the Durabanan come along and tell you how to deal with it right away. The Durabanan is like mother's milk. The Durabanans don't need any sophistication, any understanding. You follow the Durabanans, they work at a young age. You don't have to work on appreciation. You don't have to develop a taste for it. it does, it's not appreciated with age. The is the Yenishal Tyra, the actual Tyra, is best appreciated mature, like wine. The Durabanans, which are like mother's milk, are ready to use at the first second. So that's, that's the marshal he told him. Maishna Haikra Dushaylei asks the Gemara, what's the message in this Pasuk specifically? The reason why Rabbi Yishmael was told from the beginning of this Pasuk, why Rabbi Shua told Yishmael, from this Pasuk B'davka, is from the first words in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Yishakeni minishika ispiyu, I want you to kiss me with the kisses of your mouth. When a person kisses, he has to pucker his lips. You can't talk. In fact, when you give the shush sign, it's a shtickle like a kiss. So, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yeshua was in effect telling Rabbi Shmuel, before I ask you, what's at the end of the Pasuk, is the first thing is I want to tell you is, Pucker your lips. Be quiet. What? Why? Clench your lips one to another. Do not rush Lahashiv to answer. My timer. What's he referring to? Omar Ula vi Temerab Shmubar Abba Gezeira Chadoshahi Vein Mithakfikinba. This is a new Gezeira, and as we'll see from the next Gemara, for one year there is a cool off period, you're not allowed to comment on Gezeira. In fact, as we'll see from the next Gemara, when Chazal rolled out Gezeira, they rolled out Gezeira with no reason for the first year. We'll see from the next Gemara. They came out and they said, such and such is us. No reason given. Fia. Just listen. After a year, when it became regular, the shikhan one year, after a year when people forgot, oh, I forgot we used to eat givina sakum. I forgot we used to eat chalavakum. I forgot we used to eat this stuff. After a year, we tell you the reason. And why is that? Why is that? Because if I tell you a reason, then all of a sudden people have 50 terutsu. Oh, if that's the reason, I'm potter. I, I don't have such tires. If that's the reason, I'm potter. It doesn't apply to me. If that's the reason, I'm off the hook. I'm shine over bottle. Whatever every person's reason why that doesn't apply to me, if we give the xera with a reason, it, it'll get hacked up. If we give the Xero no reason, there's nothing to argue about. The rabbis said, no, game over. So therefore, he told him, Yishmael Achi, Yishakenim Nishikaspiyu. I'm going to get to the end of the Pasuk, Yitayim Dedech Miyayim, Yishakenim Nishikaspiyu. Close your mouth. You know why? Because this is a fresh Gezerah. For one year, there is a cooling off period that no one is able to ask the reason for the Gezerah to get it absorbed. And then we can talk about the reason once 
Once you accept Xero, we could talk about the reason. I read in the Rameshamartha Schulzinger this morning, he said, there's a famous something that everyone knows from Reb Chaim. It's a story that everyone says of Reb Chaim. That when Reb Chaim used to ask a Shaila, he, I heard it when he used to ask Brisker Dayan, Reb Simchazel Grieger. He said it when he used to ask Reb Yitzchel Chanan. When Reb Chaim would ask a Shaila, he would tell the Rav, tell me the answer, don't tell me the reason. Because if you tell me the answer, you're a Paisik, you're a Godel, I, I will listen 100%. I will not, I will not argue. You tell me your lumbus, it's possible I'm going to find uh, many holes in your lumbus and therefore disregard your psak. Therefore, I just want a psak. Keep it simple. Tell me the answer. Don't tell me the reason. And I've heard this. I think other people have heard this. He says it's written in many places. He says they asked the briskerov and the briskerov shuddered. And said, God forbid my father, chas v'shalom, my father would have ever said that. Chas v'shalom. My father is fully capable of hearing a psaq from a rav, hearing his reason, and even if he argues on the reason, I hear why the rav said it because of that reason, and listening to the psaq. You want to know where that comes from? Every fake story comes from a real story. So, so the briska rav told them, there was once a dintairim brisk that was brought before Abchayim, two litigants. And the guy that lost was a Shavar Baldover. That's what it says. And, and the Shavar Baldover was hacking, was hacking Reb Chaim a cup. So Reb Chaim told the loser of his dintaira, Tanat Chaim, I fully accept that you don't accept my psak. Shall we write it up, <coughs> send it to Reb Yitzchak Hanan in Kovna? By the way, Reb Yitzchak Hanan, it's hard to find a parallel of someone who enjoyed such broad respect. Like Rabbi Yitzchak it's very hard to find the parallel. We're talking from Kitsoni right till the most reform masculum on the left, they all had respect for Rabbi Yitzchak If a masculine wanted to curse Rabbi Yitzchak he would say bad things about Yaakov Lifshitz, mm-hmm. Pinny's great-grandfather because he, he was his secretary. That's how, that's how, if you wanted to get a Rizal Hanan, that's who you got it, because Rizal Hanan is, un, you know, is, is untouchable, is impeccable. And all the way to Reb Chaim and, and anyone, anyone on that side, everyone respected Rizal Hanan. It, it's hard, Ramesha Feinstein, maybe, it's hard to find someone who enjoyed such, huh? Chaim Ezer, the, the reformers hated him. The, 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 the masculine hater of Chaim Meiser. That was their whole thing against Reb Chaim Meiser. He, he had the runner over there to the border. He put it out through Germany to, to Leipzig. He, he, he didn't... Uh, he didn't no, the reformers didn't like Reb Chaim Meiser. I don't know if the reform liked Reb Meiser. <laughs> but um, so, so, so Reb Chaim told the litigant, you want to write it up and send it to Reb Yitzchak Hanan? I'm fine to send this psaq to Reb Yitzchak Hanan. We'll see, we'll see if he agrees to the psaq. The guy said, yeah. When they sent the letter to Rabbi Yitzchel Hanan, Rabbi Chaim wrote in the letter, do me a favor, just write the psaq, don't write the reason, because if you write a reason, the guy's going to hack. Not Rabbi Chaim. And that's where this story came from. Rabbi Chaim wrote to Rabbi Yitzchel Hanan for this Shver Baldover litigant, don't say the reason. Rabbi Chaim was fully capable of hearing a psaq without requesting the reason. And that's this Gemara, 
that says for one year when Chachamim made a new gzera, they would say the gzera without the reason until it's accepted because whenever you give a reason for something, you risk, oh, it doesn't apply to me. If there's a rule, period, it applies to everyone. There's no if, ands, or buts. There's no exceptions. Once you give a reason, oh, it doesn't apply to me. It's only for those guys. And therefore, says the Gemara, for one year they didn't give a reason. He'll stop here.